And here we get, if you love me, keep my commandments, which is, seems to me to be kind of at the heart of, of what he's talking about. But there's so many questions. Why does Jesus use the word commandments? <clears throat> well, obviously, commandments would have resonated deeply with his Jewish audience. This is how they built their entire culture around these, what we call the Ten Commandments. But the commandments that we've got, those ten little sets of words, are really like the PowerPoint slides of something much deeper. These aren't laws in the sense that we use the things that we tell ourselves that we're not allowed to do. Laws are a system of rules that require us to keep them. They're much more than that. They're more like law, L-O-R-E. They're a whole way of seeing the world. So when the Jews read, honour your father and mother, they know that that spoke to a whole way of being in care and honour for each other in community and in, and in families. So it's a, law is a body of tradition. It's a, a way of seeing the world. It's a world view. The commandments not only told the Israelites not what, what not to do, they gave them a story about how to live fully. So if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. Jesus is giving them an opportunity to think about what he has said about the whole way the world could be and should be. And then he says, if you love me, make sure you keep my commandments. Now we could mean that, Jesus could mean that as, you must do this. But of course that goes more to L-A-W. But if we think about the commandments as law, as a whole story, keep can mean, a much better mean, keep as in hold. You know, you keep the things that are important to you. I know you keep a lot of other junk as well. But somewhere in there is the stuff that's really important to you. And if there was a fire, that's the stuff you would grab. The stuff you keep and hold close to you. The stuff that gives you a sense of who you are as a person. Gives you a sense of what it means to be you. Hold it close. Treasure it. If you love me, you will carry a whole story of the way the world is supposed to be, the way your life is supposed to be, and you'll hold it close. You'll carry it deeply with you. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. But Jesus says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. S, plural. Well, the only commandment we know of that Jesus says is here's a new commandment. He says it in the chapter before, love one another. But there is one other, and that's where Jesus gets a commandment given to him. So a way of seeing the world, law, L-O-R-E, a way of being in the world, he gets one given to him. He says that the, the Father has sent me, has given me a commandment about what to say and about what to speak. His commandment is eternal life. So if commandment is all the way we can see the world as it truly ought to be, as our lives should fully be, then that way of being is eternal life. Now, eternal life is a term that only gets used very frequently in John's Gospel. Nobody else bothers with it. But John uses it frequently. And it seems to me be more about, in John's Gospel, about depth rather than length. It's not so much about how long you will live forever, 
but how well you will live. In another place, John calls it, Jesus says, I've come to bring life in all its fullness or all its abundance. It's what life should be like the day of your best day. C.S. Lewis, the the great um, Christian writer and thinker, said that his best day, his perfect day, was to wake up relatively early, do a little bit of work and a bit of reading, have a really good breakfast, do a bit more work, and then go for a long walk with a friend in the afternoon, then come home and have a nap, then do a bit more reading and have a nice tea and then go to bed. He said, up until this point in his life, I don't know how old he was when they asked him this question, he said, I've only had a few of those. Because <laughs> that's the way it is, isn't it? You know, Those days that are perfect, that day when everything just comes together, That's what abundant life is. That's what fulfilled, full life is that Jesus is talking about. It's the day that you experience... You know the day when you wake up well after you've been sick and everything looks fantastic? Breakfast tastes amazing. The sun is shining in a way that, well, it always does, but today it's different. Today it really feels... I'm alive That's the kind of thing Jesus is pointing to. So there are commandments. There's not just one, there's two. There's the commandment to live full life. There's the commandment to to love and really, they're kind of the same thing, aren't they? It's what loving looks like. If you're living in an experience of love, then the day does feel like C.S. Lewis's day. That may not be your perfect day, but that's what the day looks like. But then he says, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. And given that it's Mother's Day, many of us can remember when our mothers would say things like, I don't want you to kiss me, I want you to clean up your room. (laughs) Flowers are fine, but just do the jobs that you agreed to do. My mother needed to say that, of course, because I always... It does kind of sound peevish, doesn't it? But if we remember that Jesus is not talking about laws that you must keep, but a way of seeing and being in the world, then loving is a kind of natural thing. If you love, you love. Just is. It's not a statement of what you should do. It's a statement of fact. This is the way the world is. It's like gravity We know that we live with the law of gravity because it just is. We don't have to discuss it or debate it. We have to live with it and with its consequences if we don't. Jesus is not talking here about morality but about reality. Love one another is the way the world is. Because the whole of John's Gospel is on about this idea that the actual element of the universe... The DNA of the entire cosmos is love. In fact, it goes so far as to say in the first letter of John, which we think was written by the same author as the Gospel of John, not that God is loving and caring, but that God is love, that the essence of the universe is love. So love produces love. It just is. And love is not a thing 
that is just an emotion. It is an emotion. We have emotional experiences of love, but love is a practical thing that we do for each other. And we know that when love is present, we are closer to that perfect day. There's been some research done just recently, and it's, it's only been able to be done recently because we've only done this experiment once. During the lockdown of COVID, you'll remember that the previous government increased the New Start allowance to people seeking, seeking jobs. And the research that's been done since is the reduction in violence that happened during that period. When you're less stressed about how you will be able to pay your bills, when you're less stressed about deciding whether to put petrol in the car or buy medicine or food or rent, when you're less stressed of those things, there's less violence. We know that experience. What do we fight most about in our intimate relationships? Mostly money. Who spent it and how? Where it came from and where it's going? So, of course, it makes sense. Love is an actual practical thing. And we did an experiment of that. We then, in our wisdom, or the government's wisdom, decided that that needed to end because, really, we much prefer to punish poor people than we do to lift them up. And my view of the current budget would be exactly the same. But if we do give generously to each other in our intimate relationships and politically across the community, it does not only reduce stress and anxiety and, in some cases, violence, but it actually lifts us up. It makes us who we could be and who we are. It's full, generous, life-giving it's abundant life. It's eternal life, as Jesus, as Jesus uses it, or John's Gospel uses it. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. When you live in love and keep this whole and real to yourself and to each other, that becomes the story of the world. So reality becomes reality. The reality of the truth of the world the DNA of the universe, then actually becomes that in reality. We actually live and experience that. And when we live that truth, Jesus then says this towards the middle part of our reading. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. What happens when we live honestly, truthfully in love? We get more of it. We get gifts. This whole section, what we call the farewell discourse, is, discourse is full of giving. There's a constant giving story. I will ask the Father and he will give you. Give you. How do you get a gift? Well, don't do anything. Just get it. Oh, maybe you have to take it. I don't know. Maybe. But we put a lot of effort and emphasis on that. But you just, it's just a gift. I will ask the Father, and the Father, another word we could use for Father is the central element and energy of the universe, the soul of what it means to be alive in the world. That Out of that will come a gift, a helper, an encourager, an, an alongside. 
is another way of explaining it. It's being, it, it, is, it is experiencing the world as it truly is and knowing it is and being encouraged in that and being supported in that. And who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want a helper? Who doesn't want the opportunity to know that we can be in this not alone? We can be in this with God, but with each other. Be deeply and wholly connected to the world. As I was driving here this morning, this phrase popped into my head. And I'm pretty sure I've got this right. It comes from the last line of the last stanza of a poem by W.H. Auden called September 1939. And September 1939, of course, was the beginning of the horror, the Second World War. And the last line, which he debated years later whether he wanted to retain it, and there's a whole other conversation about that, but the last line is, we must love each other or die. Of course, we didn't, and we had the war. But it stays true today. That's the essence of it. We must love each other or die. If you love me, you will keep my commandments.